the wounded feminine is never satisfied. She's never satiated. She's always looking for like the next hit. Mm-hmm. The mature feminine, the embodied feminine is just that. Is it's just like, I can do these things and the doing feels easy and fun and playful and pleasurable and it's impactful. There's purpose behind it, but it's not so that I can get something. It's not so that I can receive external validation. It's just because this is an as- another aspect of my wholeness, of who I am at my core, my authentic expression, and my truth. And I think that that's what's shifting a lot. You know, it's shifting in the coaching industry. It's like, I think people are craving that more. They're like, yeah, the high income months are amazing. Like be well-nourished, be in a space of overflow, feel abundant. And it's like, and also, do you feel well resourced? Do you feel complete? Do you feel whole? Do you love life? Right. If there, if the business wasn't there, would you still love yourself? And would you still love your life? Are you waiting for something in the business to validate that experience and who you are? Welcome to the Female Leadership Collective podcast. I'm your host, Susie Clark. On this show, we're all about helping high achieving women authentically find purpose and build fulfilling online businesses. I believe the key to happiness is channeling our talents into something that we really deeply care about. That's why I left my six figure career in finance in London, moved to Asia and now run my own mission led business in paradise. I found purpose and happiness in my life and I want to empower you to do the same. In today's world, we are so lucky in that we no longer have to work in the same office every single day. We can start our own online businesses and travel the world. On this show, I bring you examples of amazing role models who have done just that, quit their corporate jobs and successfully run online businesses. We talk through all things entrepreneurship, purpose, travel, femininity, nothing is off limits. I'm here to inspire you to spend your life doing something you truly love and make the impact you really want to make on the world. I have an exclusive invitation for you. I am hosting a week retreat in Bali next year in May. It's called The Reset and it's a luxurious and transformational leadership retreat for high achieving women ready to reset their lives, scale their businesses and get clear on their paths to a life of freedom, impact and purpose. So if that sounds like you and you want to join us in Bali on the hottest month of the year, none of that rainy season rubbish that we're going through now and you want to reconnect with yourself and discover your true desires in life and gain the confidence and clarity to make them a reality for our curated workshops. Um, You want to recharge your mind and your body through high performance healing and wellness experiences like sound healing, breath work. You want to receive business coaching circles from me. I'll be mapping out everybody's business vision, the offers, the pricing to hit your income goals. Then come and join us in Bali for our week-long retreat. We have the most luxurious villa in Ubud which is super exciting it's the spiritual capital of the world and our villa looks onto a river ravine and it's just so beautiful and I just can't wait for you to join us so tap the link in the show notes to save your spot bookings are going fast so make sure you tap the link in the show notes to save your spot and you might be joining us in Bali in May
So today I had on the wonderful Lauren Megan, and she is known as the Pleasure Priestess on Instagram. And she is just incredible. It's actually probably one of the most powerful conversations I've had on this podcast so far. And I feel so grateful that I can share it with you. So Lauren is one of our former summit speakers. You may have known her and you may have listened to her masterclass. And she, I I know her through my coach's mastermind. So I have had one-to-one sessions with Lauren and we've been really working on tapping into my intuition because for me, I've realized, and you'll learn more about this on the podcast that actually tapping into your intuition and your true desires as a business owner is absolutely critical to really finding that purpose and that fulfillment and that passion and that deep joy with what we do in life in general because you can use all the business strategies and all the funnel strategies that I give you and create this profitable incredible business but if you don't care about it if it doesn't impact you if the offers you haven't created are not birthed from a place where you have tapped into what you desire to create that you brings you joy that you love, then it's just going to leave you feeling numb like you, like you felt in your corporate job, right? So I'm not going to spoil too much of the conversation, but that kind of gives you a little bit of an insight into what we chat about and just the power of um of the female body and the feminine and all of this incredible work that we don't really typically that society doesn't let us even think about or bring our awareness to so it's super super powerful and I'm so grateful to have women like Lauren who are leading the way in this work and you know helping people helping activate people like me to then bring this work to you so it's such a such a powerful conversation what I would say is a lot of the concepts we go into, you might feel things come up for you and some of the things that we're talking about because you might not have ever had an open conversation about some of these things. So just know, like just notice what's coming up for you and maybe ask yourself the question, why am I feeling like this? So yeah, enjoy the conversation. It's so juicy, it's so amazing and uh, just so freaking, so powerful. Welcome, Lauren. I am so excited to have you on the show. We've been working together so much recently and I had the pleasure of you joining the Female Startup Summit as a speaker recently and so many people gave such incredible feedback on your talk. So I've just loved collaborating with you so far. So welcome to the show. Yeah, thank you. It's so nice to be here and to collaborate in this way together. Yeah, and to see your pretty face. (laughs) Thank you. Um, Early in the morning for me and late in the evening for you. Um, Okay, so first of all, and I'm so excited to delve into this part because since we've been working together, it's been so fun, but I actually don't know a lot about your your story into this work. So I'm super excited Mm -hmm. to hear more about it. So why don't you just start first of all just by introducing yourself and telling the listeners what you do and then we can dive a bit deeper into how you got into that work yeah so um I am a priestess uh which to me really speaks to my devotion to the feminine path and um to the collective being of service um 
I am a mother, so I have an almost four-year-old. Mm-hmm. And um, my partner and I have been together for about 12 years now. And, um, you know, my work is quite fascinating. I actually just shifted a few things on my Instagram to really speak to this, but um, I really guide women. I mentor women in creating businesses and lives that are womb-led and body-based. And uh, my background's in somatic trauma healing. I um, also have training in energy reading, energy healing, going into you know some of the ethereal, the Akashic records. Um, so I feel like I'm an open channel when it comes to my work and um, but the premise of it is like really guiding women into their bodies so that they can trust themselves and so that they can expand their capacity, their threshold to hold and receive more. And that more gets to be whatever that means to that specific woman, whatever that authentic desire is. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Yeah. I live in Florida. Uh, I love I love everything that you stand for and for me and we've spoken about this because I've you know I've had sessions with you before which are incredible and we're going to dive into that but this kind of work for me and for a lot of my listeners will be very new and I've only delved into this whole arena of understanding feminine energy intuition and repairing my relationship with that because you know up until this point it's been so just not something that has been um you know spoken about as being powerful and I'm only tapping into what that means at this point so I'm so excited to delve a little bit more into that on this episode with you because it's powerful work so first of all how like let's talk about your story how did you because we touched on this just now offline around you know you were working in politics you went into recruiting and it's just such an interesting contrast right to what you do now so walk us through that journey how did you get to find this work yeah so you know in college I studied political science and history and I you know there's a lot of threads to this I was raised Catholic and I was deeply disconnected from my body I was very much shamed for my body um I also struggled a lot with body issues you know um binge eating and then restrictive eating and um being raised catholic there there's just like a lot of restriction and shame around being a woman um and having desires so that's always been like on the back burner that like deep-rooted shame that comes up just by being me right Mm -hmm. And when I got to college, I kind of just hustled, you know, and I think that this can speak to a lot of women. I mean, I was supposed to go to law school and, um, you know, I worked full time and I was going to school for political science and history, which meant a lot of reading, a lot of writing. And um, I found myself my senior year of college, just like really disconnected. I was taking a lot of Adderall just to get through the days 
and um I just I was like numbing out Mm -hmm. so that was kind of the first I actually went to a therapist um or it was a counselor that was on the school's campus and I was just like listen I don't want to be given prescription drugs but I need to know how to handle this because I feel like a shell of a human and I'm about to graduate college and I feel like you know I just I I feel like I'm lost and I don't know how to handle things um so she gave me a book um, by Thich Nhat Hanh actually recently passed away and he was you know my first spiritual teacher I would say and um, I learned how to meditate. And then I started, you know, understanding my body a bit more nutrition and nourishment and all of these things. And um, actually got a job right out of college as a recruiter for um, the banking industry. So I was pretty set, you know, I was yeah. like, I got a college, probably like a, a job, like maybe two weeks after I graduated. Um, which was kind of wild and it was a well-paying job and um, I made it like two months um, mm-hmm. because I've always felt I think that that like thing that was always in the back of my mind like this like connection to spirituality because I was always like there's more to this like there's ha- there has to be more to life mm-hmm. than everything that we've been told And when I was studying history, I um, really focused on the 1960s and the civil rights and the counterculture. And it kind of like opened up my mind as like they were on to something with that, that there's more to this, that there's systems at play to keep us stuck to stay, you know, um, on the hamster wheel and always feel like we have to keep up. So these are all these like lingering thoughts. And I spent a good portion of my 20s really finding trying to find my way and you know we moved um from Florida to Denver my partner and I and that was like a whole spiritual awakening and um I got really big into like manifestation and just like all of these practices and we were like dirt poor we were like just these hippie kids that were like fuck the system and then we like realized we're like oh but we need money (laughs) to like survive (laughs) like we need resources (laughs) like we don't like this we don't we we didn't like that um so I actually this was 2018 so it's 2028 so this is my Saturn return um I got a job offer to be a flight attendant with a pretty big U.S. carrier and I was like this is it and I was kind of already in the online space but I was doing more health coaching And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to travel the world and be a flight attendant for like this super amazing company. And um, I'm going to run an online business and just like live the life. Yeah. And um, this was spring of 2018. And two weeks into training, I missed my period. And um I kept getting like this gut feeling, like, I think I'm pregnant. Like my cycle was really sync. I I had already like gotten into like my cycle. I hadn't been on birth control in over seven years. And, you know, I knew that I was bleeding with the full or I was ovulating with the full moon. I was supposed to bleed with the new moon. And I called my partner. It was like, I think I'm pregnant, babe. Like, he's like, no, you're just stressed. And I'm like, no, this is different. Like, I'm not just stressed. And like, I'm having food aversions. 
So he came and visited me and um, about two weeks later at training and it was really interesting. Like I tried to take a few pregnancy tests and like they wouldn't come back. They wouldn't breed. One of them like popped up with a question mark. I'm like, what does this mean? <laughs> and we were in, a, I know, <laughs> and we were in a hotel and um, sure enough, it showed positive and um, there was other things kind of happening within training and I ended up flying back to Denver and um, I told my partner, I was like, listen, we have to go back to Florida because that's where my family is. And I really need their support. Like I needed their support to step into motherhood, which was the whole like healing the mother wounds and the father wounds and all of that, that maybe we can go get into. But I just said, I was like, I'm going to figure out how to run a company. But my biggest priority and my biggest goal was I wanted to be home with my daughter. I wanted to be with my baby. I had nannied kind of like in that weird space of figuring out my life and my purpose and my mission. And I just, I, I always had like this really deep desire to do it all, to have it all, to hold it all. So I was just like, I'm, I'm going to do this. But so I launched my company at three months pregnant or six months pregnant wow. as a spirituality and manifestation coach. Um, and when I went into labor the day, actually, I signed two clients the day I went into labor and, um, yeah, and, um, my labor experience, my birth experience, I also made a really conscious choice to not deliver in hospital. Um, so I had found a midwifery here that I, um, delivered at and, there was no Pitocin, there was no epidural, there was nothing. It was just me and my body, me and my baby. And um, after about 28 hours of labor, I um, birthed my daughter and that was the moment. There was this moment in birth because she ended up, I was nine centimeters dilated and, she, and my body kind of, and now looking back, there was this aspect of like, I just didn't trust my body. Mm. So, um, so my body essentially like stalled out and Elliot did like a little flip. So I was having really intense back labor. And, you know, when you're in this space and you're like coming in and out of consciousness and I was in the water and my midwife came up to me and she said, listen, you're fighting your contractions. You're fighting your baby coming out you you're gonna have to surrender wow and I remember looking up at the clock and it was like midnight at this point so I was in labor for one, well over 24 hours and I leaned back in the water and all of my contractions stopped and I held my belly and I spoke to my baby and I remember just like saying a prayer at this point I never used the word god I referred to you know, God energy as universe. Mm -hmm. And I felt this presence on the left side of my body. And I looked over and it was Jesus, Mother Mary, and God just there holding me in this birth portal. And I whispered to Ellie and I said, okay, I'm ready to meet you. Like it's time, we're ready. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I, they took me out of the water. Like it was that moment of surrender. and. Um, 
she came out and, you know, the rest is kind of history, but that experience right there, I mean, those, everything else is like events, but that experience right now, walking the birth portal, knowing how, like really surrendering to my body, really surrendering to her power, her softness, her capability, like the wild that comes online, online and birth. Um, that was my first initiation into this work. And it took a few years, the modalities, the trainings, the coaches, the healers, the mentors, all of those things, right? The certifications to kind of step into the space that I'm in right now. But that was like, there was something there for me. Yeah, wow. That's so powerful. Like, where do I even go from that? Like, what an incredible, (laughs) incredibly powerful, like beautiful, um, almost scary at the same time, like amazing experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in I mean, that was it. You know, my body stalled because I felt a lot of fear, you know, up until this point. Um and I didn't know, I didn't even know what my cervix was. Like, I remember my midwife being like, just check down there. And I was like, I'm not fucking checking down there. Like, I don't want to touch down there. I mean, I didn't look at my yoni for, let's do a year after I gave birth. Yeah. So, I mean, I think this really speaks to, you know, the women out there that like, yeah, there's a lot of fear with learning your body there's a lot of fear with exploring your body there's a lot of there's a lot that comes up and you know we're not taught this I wish we were like that's one of my big missions is like we have to change this I mean my daughter was saying vulva at six months Mm -hmm. because she will speak the name of her most sacred space right she knows my womb she knows when I bleed she understands, you know, as much as an almost four-year-old can, the, the, like, my body and her body, but we weren't taught that, so it's, like, like, a big, deep exhale, like, of course you don't know, of course there's fear that's coming up, and it showed up in birth for me, yeah, and that's what happens, is it just, like, it's such a mirror of every fear that you actually have that maybe you've stuffed down, mm. you know. Yeah, God, it's so powerful, and I, I want to just, like, talk about this whole, because a lot of people listening will not even be aware that they have shame around this stuff. And I guarantee majority of people listening will have shame around pleasure, around desire, around, you know, talking about their yoni, around like things that we're saying might feel activating to them. And I just want to actually just speak to the listeners for a moment. And just whilst we're having this conversation on the episode, like just take stock, like how are you feeling when you're listening to this language, when you're listening to our words is there any kind of uncomfortable feelings coming up and just it would be great for everyone to kind of question like where that might be coming from right and it's not it's not our fault because the world and society for for a long long time has conditioned us in this way but bringing the awareness to it is such an incredible start right to understanding all of this 
I think that's just it is, you know, if you are feeling activated or like there's something in you that even is like, I don't know if I'm ready for this conversation, like take a like pause, take mm-hmm. a few breaths, like just place one hand maybe on your low belly, one hand on your heart and just like you're safe in this. And there's also a reason why you're listening. You know, there's a curiosity lingering there and can you trust yourself enough to lean into that curiosity? Um, and I think that that's a big thing about this feminine work is that there's a lot of curiosity right now into the feminine world. And um, it, it can it can feel really big on our inner systems that that's actually, you know, the feminine is really soft and she's also a bit, I mean, she's it all, right? She's every experience and every emotion. So this is like the first pathway into that, um, but you're safe in this. And also you're the wisest person in this room and you know what's for you and you know what's don't, what's not. So take what lands, take what resonates in this moment and leave the rest. Even if it's just one golden nugget, if that's all you're meant to receive for this conversation, then it's so beautiful and perfect. Yeah, I love and that. And I celebrate each and every one of you. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. Um, so important. And this stuff is so powerful. I I can just speak to my experience at the moment, right? Like as an entrepreneur, the difference between um, being an entrepreneur and, and creating and birthing offers and programs and products from your mind versus like being in a corporate job and just being told, you know, what to do. And there's an element of so much more depth to creativity as an entrepreneur. And I've realized how important it is to like deeply connect with yourself and your intuition and following working with you. Like I realized a lot of this power comes from the womb. And that was like a year ago. And I'd be like, what the fuck? Like, (laughs) you know, I don't understand, but from us working together and really going going there and sensing that like I keep using the word activate and we were talking about this but it really does activate it feels like an activation of your intuition and I would love to just I would love to just speak to what you've learned about intuition and how important that is as a almost relating it back to a business owner and the way we need to think to that level yeah it's so interesting so in the beginning of like the tail end of 2019 to 2020 I went on the quest to like understand my intuition and I found myself in a somatic trauma certification and and also I got Reiki attuned and I just like I I wanted to understand like this aspect of myself that so many people talked about. And I got to be honest, I was really like manhandling the whole experience. And I was like trying to figure out the hows of it. And, you know, well, how do I know if it's my intuition or if it's ego? How do I know if like this is divinely channeled and who's coming in? And like, yeah. I was just like, like I wanted, I wanted to know it all, you know? And <clears throat> What I found was the womb work. What I found was the body work. And there's a, there's a really fabulous understanding that I stepped into. And what I realized was 
is that our chakras mirror one another and the sacral and the third eye are mirrors for one another. So we think a lot of times that, you know, the intuition is just in the third eye and yes, it is in one regard and one aspect, but in order for us to trust what we're seeing in the third eye, in order for us to trust the downloads, there has to be this aspect of anchoring into the womb and allowing the womb to speak and the womb to lead us. So they kind of dance with one another. But what we see a lot is like, we want to manhandle it. We want to explain it. We want to understand the how. And when we drop into the womb and we listen to her and we allow her to speak, you know, it's this really interesting and such a felt experience Mm -hmm. that it's just as though it's like everything just kind of like goes black for a moment. And then it's like the portal opens and we can see everything, Mm -hmm. right? It's that black hole image of, you know, and this is, I'm going to speak really quickly because this is going to be helpful, but I have to explain like the yoni, the vulva and the cervix Mm -hmm. and the womb. Mm -hmm. Right. So we have our womb and the physical aspect of the womb is the uterus. Right. And the uterus without baby is just it's blackness. The womb is just black. There's nothing there. There's a lot of space in the womb. Right. Without the baby. And and when I talk about the energetics of the womb, I'm kind of talking about this whole space I'm talking about the womb, the ovaries, the fallopian tubes, all of that the heartbeat, the gatekeeper of the womb is the cervix. So that's the opening of the womb. When we bleed, our cervix opens and softens so that the blood can flow down, right? The yoni, the vulva is the the physical aspect of the vagina, the inner vagina, the outer vagina, the, uh, the labia, the clitoris, the mound of Venus, which is the fatty tissue right at the vulva opening. So this this is really important because there's like all of these aspects of who we are as women that we just don't know. Mm -hmm. So in my work, we explore this somatically, right? So in my world, I take these five pillars, breath, sound, gentle awareness, touch and movement, and this is how we access our body's wisdom and our intuition. Because what we're doing is we use these five pillars to soften the tissues and the fascial matrix, which shifts our whole DNA and the coding and the essence of who we are. So that when we get these downloads and we get these hits, and you know, it's interesting because you said that birthing of the programs of the offers, we don't in birth our mind is shut off. Yeah. Right. Like there is no like mind function. It was so primal and so wild that experience. There is absolutely no other way to birth other than from the womb space. So everything that we create, everything that we're desiring, everything that we're wanting in our life starts in our womb space. But what happens is we're so trained and so conditioned to make it analytical. And there's aspects of that, right? There's there's parts that are needed, especially in business. Like we need the containers, we need structure, we need contracts, we need boundaries, we need, you know, um, the funnels and the flow, like we need the systems, right? 
and also the systems can't hijack what is actually coming through for us mm. because then it's just like what's the point right yeah, yeah. so I, don't, I feel like let me know if that answers your question but I really had to kind of like lay the premise of like okay this this is our body right like this is the womb space, this is what the womb space encompasses. The cervix is really important, right? So there's a lot of um, connecting to the cervix and even cerv cervical de-armoring um, because the cervix tends to create an armor. The cervix's job is to protect the womb at all costs. Mm -hmm. And um, she will do exactly that. So there's a lot stored in the cervix energetically and emotionally. There tends to be a lot of sadness, a lot of grief, a lot of anger, a lot of rage stored in the cervix because, you know, for many of us, we've been penetrated more than we've actually, by other people, than we've actually allowed ourselves the space to go in and explore this. Yeah. Um, and you know that, yeah, and the cervix is what opens, you know, in the birth portal. That's the that's the full softening and the full surrender. Um, and then the yoni within itself. I mean, the yoni is a different energy than the womb because the yoni is the experience of sensation. It's the experience of pleasure. It's like we can we can access a lot of our story and who we are in the in the yoni. Um, which is really beautiful, but this is what holds our intuition as women, right? And we can't man. I mean, we can see it with our third eye. We can, you know, somewhat like conceptualize and like digest the wisdom in our mind space. But a lot of times what happens is we just end up hijacking the experience and we just like, we're like, okay, but how? And like, how do I do this? And how do I do this? And what's the next step? And what's the, and it's just like, can you just be in the body and soften and trust that what's arriving for you is arriving for you in the most divine time on the most like aligned path for you. And it's so beautiful, mm. right? Like, can you soften into that? Yeah. Wow. I, I think this is just, so powerful and I just want to kind of make a point to everyone listening that is really quite sad and kind of just paints the picture of how crazy the world is right like how so we think about other like organs in our bodies like our hearts and our stomachs and you know all of these things our lungs right and like when when we did the session together and you brought my awareness to my womb and really, you know, we connected there and I had the awareness of that. And that's what I was thinking and feeling the sensations of that. And it's the first time I have ever brought awareness to my womb. And it's just it, like, when you think about that and the, the attention and awareness that we give the other parts of ourselves, and that is like a core, part of us as a woman it's just awful that we don't kind of give it that awareness that it deserves and just speaking from my experience the feeling you know I had no intention or expectation of what we were going to get out of that session I just knew that you know you hold an amazing energy and the first it's the first time I had that awareness like how does 
my womb feel when I think about this and I'm in this deep meditative state and it was just this sense of just like being and just like yeah. whole and I didn't need to think about anything and it was just kind of a piece and mm -hmm. that I, I'm sure you can speak to that being more like educated on this stuff and understanding what I'm saying but that in itself is a power because when in life do we ever feel much of those feelings right so for sure there's an amazing like power when you get to connect and be awareness of that space in your body you know yeah and also I like I have to say this it has been like these systems have been set into place so that we don't understand this wisdom so that we don't know our bodies mm. I mean the, it is centuries of women being shut and this is going back to my Catholic upbringing is you know I was I always questioned I always wondered why was Mary Magdalene a whore why in history do we is it just women and children and like the women are nothing they have no societal means and nothing to give right it's just all men and I love men I think men play such a beautiful role in in our society but what's shifting right now is that we're breaking these constructs and we're breaking apart these systems that were so intentionally designed to keep women separated from their womb wisdom, from their womb consciousness, from their intuitive knowing. I mean, our gift as women, as feminine essence being is our intuition, mm -hmm. right? We dream cast, we or we vision cast, we go into the dreamland. When we bleed, we, the veil is so thin for us, for us to see this world and the other worlds and for us to speak our intentions and our desires out and manifest there is a reason why we have the ability to birth life right it is um, like miraculous and even that even the birth experience the system of birth has been hijacked to keep women disempowered to keep us numb and not feeling and just cut the baby out and just you know do whatever and just don't feel the initiation of being mother right? Take a pill and don't feel that the womb is cramping instead of asking the womb, why are you cramping, right? Mm -hmm. Cramps are common, but they're not normal. Having painful periods are common, but they're not normal, right? And it's because we're so disconnected from this space and it's so intentional and what's happening is we're seeing this revolution of women really waking up and saying, okay, like I have a clit because I'm designed for pleasure, which means I'm designed for my desires. I have a womb because I can birth to life anything that I want. Mm -hmm. And I am so powerful for that, right? So it's like, of course, and then like we see all this and we recognize all this and like we listen to the stories and we come together. And I think the most powerful thing about this work is honestly, 
working with other women in this space and can like healing that sister wounds, healing the witch wound, healing the healer wound, healing the persecution wound, because all of those things come alive and it shows up in business right? I don't want to be seen because then I'm going to be persecuted. I don't want to share my truth because then they'll come out for me. Those are all encoded in our DNA. And those stories are stored within our womb space, within the landscape of our body. Yeah. But it is, it's very intentional. The systems are very smart that are in play. And this isn't to be like a conspiracy theory, but you can look at it and see all the ways that they have conditioned us to just numb out from the experience of our body. Right. And it's just like, and now there's a lot of us that are like, I mean, this is how I was. I'm not looking at my yoni. I'm not looking at my vulva. I'm not going to touch myself. I'll let someone have sex with me. I'll let someone penetrate me, but I don't want to know. Right. And it's like, we don't even know what we desire in the bedroom. We don't even know how we want to be touched. We don't even want to know how, you know, I work with women who come to me and they're like, I've never orgasmed before. Something's wrong with me. And I'm like, no, you've never had the experience that you've been conditioned to think that you should have in the bedroom. You've, there's different, right? It's like, what is the conditioning around these spaces that we hold and the sacredness of these spaces? And, and it's brave work to step into these containers and into this world and be like, I'm willing to dismantle it all. I'm like a big aspect of the feminine work is like, I'm willing to burn every belief system that I thought to be true to the ground so that I can unravel my own truth in this experience. So I can come back home to my body, right? So it's big work. I mean, I like, I can't talk about the feminine and the body and be like, yeah, it's just, you know, sensual and play. I'm like, this is, this is, we were talking about this, like, this is revolutionary work, this is big work. And the impact of this work really shifts all of the systems, the collective shift systems, right? It shifts what is happening in Iran right now, where women and young girls are being persecuted mm-hmm. because they don't, they're fighting for their freedom to have a voice and to express themselves right? It shifts all of these dynamics when we continue to be embodied. So as much as this work is about you, it's like when we connect to womb consciousness, we connect to womb consciousness of every single woman that is in the, on this planet and that will walk on this planet and that will live on this planet. And it's for our daughters and their daughters and their daughters and their daughters. We shift it all. Mm. And we shift the wealth, we shift our legacy, we shift the way that we mother, we shift, you know, the villages and the tribes and the communities, it all changes when we decide I'm going to understand my own womb consciousness and my own body and dismantle those belief systems that have made me want to numb out and stay small and disconnected. Yeah. Oh my God. So powerful. Like I actually had an epiphany when you were talking there, like it just, I realized like, you know, and a lot of people listening are in corporate jobs that they hate, that everybody says are really impressive. And like you and I both had that time of ours. Right. And the longing for me was, um, it was feeling like numb was totally feeling numb something was missing and so the my mind was like well I need to start a business and do what I love because that will bring me 
this sense of passion and purpose it's it's the job it's the thing and actually it's not been the business like that has made me feel this joy feel this pleasure feel this purpose and just this sense of being able to be and not have to be anything that has come from reconnecting with myself as a female like by going to the womb by delving into um pleasure by learning like going to tantra workshops and it's not necessarily that tantra and all this stuff is the answer it's just absolutely opening the door to allow yourself to feel all the parts of you and feel whole and going there which we've just not been allowed to and that's what's created that sense of like nothing's missing anymore like I don't need to be yeah. bringing these external things in anymore and my business is just a joy and it's just a vehicle where I get to do more of this it's not what filled the gap if that makes sense yeah because when so there's this aspect of shifting from like the wounded feminine which is a lot of validate me make me feel worthy there's a lot of pulling from external sources and this is what we see a lot too you know when we shift into like okay I need to under it's like even in trying to understand our intuition we're like searching for someone to validate our intuition and this is why the womb work is so important because you know yourself like you know your body you know you know your truth the wounded feminine is never satisfied she's never satiated She's always looking for like the next hit. Mm. The mature feminine, the embodied feminine is just that. It's just like, I can do these things and the doing feels easy and fun and playful and pleasurable and it's impactful. There's purpose behind it, but it's not so that I can get something. It's not so that I can receive external validation. It's just because this is an as another aspect of my wholeness of who I am at my core my authentic expression and my truth and I think that that's what's shifting a lot you know it's shifting in the coaching industry is like I think people are craving that more they're like yeah the high income months are amazing like be well nourished be in a space of overflow feel abundance and it's like and also do you feel well resourced? Do you feel complete? Do you feel whole? Do you love life, right? If there, if the business wasn't there, would you still love yourself? And would you still love your life? Are you waiting for something in the business to validate that experience and who awesome. you are? yeah mm -hmm. that is powerful like that line wow yeah i think this is just this is the reason why we're breaking out of these systems and starting our own businesses and like trying to lead by example it is to to lead by example from that place where we are feeling whole we are feeling happy and and feminine and all of these things so this conversation has been so amazing and I, we could go on all night, I feel, but it's so late in Miami for you. So Lauren, that's been just such an incredible, powerful conversation. And I just, I feel so grateful, one, that we can have this conversation because so many women in the world like couldn't openly talk about this stuff. So how privileged are we yeah. to have this conversation and share it with everybody listening? Um, okay, so at the end of every episode, I finish it with a quick fire round. And 
some of these questions are a little bit businessy so it might feel a little bit different to what we've been talking about but you know you're an incredible entrepreneur as well and we just didn't choose to talk about yeah. that side of it so are you ready for the quick fire round yeah let's do it so my first question is in your coaching business how did you get your first 10 sales Oh, my first 10 sales. Okay, so I ran a spirituality and manifestation five-day challenge. And I had like over 250 people like join my Facebook community. And um, I really only did one-on-one -on -one coaching. So that's how I signed my first 10 clients. And I only charged $444 a month. And I remember the first client that, and I, I remember the first client that signed with me. She's like, Hey, can I be put on a payment plan? And I literally had her on a payment plan for $55 and 50 cents every single week. <laughs> and, oh. I mean, yeah. Oh, wow. I love it. Everybody's going to start somewhere, right? And look at you now. So it's amazing. Yeah um okay question two what or i mean this has definitely been the bulk of our episode but if you could sum it up what sets apart female leaders just who we are our bodies our natural intuitive wisdom and i think it's our you know i think that we forget that as i'm going to change this to feminine leaders like this feminine essence if that's okay with you yeah i think that our power comes from our softness and there's a lot of potency in medicine and remembering that, that if we can learn how to soften in our bodies, then that's like, that's how we receive all of the things that we want, you know. Amazing. Beautiful. Okay. So the final question is your top tip for overcoming fear in business. Ooh. Okay. So I have a whole process because <laughs> the fear comes up at so many levels you know I think dropping into your body I do a lot of hands-on work you know connecting in that way and breast massage and just explore you know yoni massage and cervical dearmoring all of the things womb massage but the most fabulous thing that I have found and this is like me anchoring into my Cuban roots is I feel the fear in dance in a dance so i'll like feel the fear and i'll let my you know my fists clench up and i'll feel like the tightness and the smallness and like whatever's happening in my mind i'll drop it into my body and let my body feel it and i'm listening to music and i'm like expressing and using my throat and sounds and breath and then it alchemizes it's like it pops and I can hear the stories and like everything and then it pops and then it's like the expansion happens and the truth happens and it's like oh I'm like this creative goddess beautiful genius that can orchestrate whatever I want in my life and make it happen and turn it into reality and I do that practice at every single level for I mean like we were talking before this I'm stepping into like another big up level and my company and how I'm showing up as a leader myself. And I'm just like, and I was feeling it. And I've just been, I've been dancing. I've been moving. I've been like letting myself express it. And um, I'm like really like feeling into the bigness of it. Like I let myself feel 
every single day the bigness of my mission and the bigness of my desires. And that's a really potent practice. And it's so, it's, I mean, it's sacred, it's holy. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I love this. It's so, oh, so amazing. And I'm so excited for what you have coming as well. So, okay. So thank you so much for joining me, Lauren. It's such a powerful conversation. Um, Where can the listeners find you? I'll put all uh, all the links in the show notes. Yeah. So I hang out on Instagram more than anything at the.pleasure.priestess. And send me a DM when you follow me because I like knowing who says hi or who's in my world. So send me a DM and let me know that you listened to this episode and maybe what, you know, really spoke to you, what activated you, what moved you. And if it's where you can find all of my offerings, anything I'm working on. And yeah, I'll also share with you, I don't know if we have this, but I have a free five-day video series the priestess way to seductive selling. So a little like free way for you to get like a taste of what it's like to walk with me. Amazing. Yeah. So um, everybody go and find Lauren because it's such powerful, incredible, impactful work and she's just amazing. So go and tap the links in the show notes <laughs> to connect with her. But thank you so much for coming on Lauren. Such a powerful conversation. Yeah, thank you, my love. Thank you for having me. And thank you, everyone, for making it this far and listening. I have an exclusive invitation for you. I am hosting a week retreat in Bali next year in May. It's called The Reset. And it's a luxurious and transformational leadership retreat for high achieving women ready to reset their lives, scale their businesses and get clear on their paths to a life of freedom, impact and purpose. So if that sounds like you and you want to join us in Bali on the hottest month of the year, none of that rainy season rubbish that we're going through now and you want to reconnect with yourself and discover your true desires in life and gain the confidence and clarity to make them a reality for our curated workshops. Um, You want to recharge your mind and your body through high-performance healing and wellness experiences like sound healing, breath work. You want to receive business coaching circles from me. I'll be mapping out everybody's business vision, the offers, the pricing to hit your income goals. Then come and join us in Bali for our week-long retreat. We have the most luxurious villa in Ubud which is super exciting it's the spiritual capital of the world and our villa looks onto a river ravine and it's just so beautiful and I just can't wait for you to join us so tap the link in the show notes to save your spot bookings are going fast so make sure you tap the link in the show notes to save your spot and you might be joining us in Bali in May 